All right, guys, welcome to the American Contractor Show. I am your host, John Dye. I am so excited to be with you guys today as we dig into what is Q4, and Q4 is fourth quarter. And if you guys are sports fans, which I know a lot of my viewers are, you guys know what the fourth quarter is all about. In fact, growing up, I played a lot of sports, and what happens in the fourth quarter is the intensity changes. The game likes to, uh, you know, there's all kinds of different dynamics that happen that you don't have during first, second, and third quarter. Fourth quarter is when it gets real. And uh, that's what's going on right now in our industry as uh, people start to wind their year down. Your goals are becoming more and more clear as to what you're actually going to hit. And a lot of people are starting to get in that mode where you've got to get things done. And so in sports, what do you do in fourth quarter? If you've got a fourth quarter situation, a lot of times the coach calls a timeout and brings everyone to the bench. And we get to talk about what our play is going to be and what's going to happen. And we're going to actually do that today in this episode of the American Contractor Show. We're actually going to call a timeout. We're going to go to the bench and we're going to meet with the head coach, Mr. Jim Johnson himself. And he's going to talk to us about what needs to happen in fourth quarter. So let's get started. Welcome to the American Contractor Show. The show that's all about American contractors living the American dream. I'm your host, John Dye. Each episode, we'll introduce you to contractors just like you who have beaten the odds and leveled up their game to become the dominant force in their markets. Together, we'll explore the tools and tactics that unlock the secrets to their success. Join me as we begin the journey that leads to the realization of your American dream. All right, guys, so it's fourth quarter. It's game time. Huge shout-out to Atlas for making it through this with us this year. It's been awesome. Thank you for your sponsorship. Thank you, RoofScope, for sponsoring this show. Contractor Coach Pro, Hail Trace, and I, my good friends at C3 Group. It's been a great year. So, uh, But let's talk to Mr. Jim Johnson and talk about what's actually going on. If you guys don't know who he is, he is the man when it comes to this stuff. He is the uh, the head coach. Jim, thank you so much for joining us today. Super pumped to be here. I feel like I need a whistle or something. I'm ready like blow the whistle. Everybody come on over. Let's talk about this for a second. I totally agree. We do need a whistle here somehow <laughs> to talk about this. I would feel like it would be a lot more uh a lot uh, it would be very uh appropriate for this moment. <laughs> more ways than one with this whole pandemic thing, right? Well, Boy, it's been a crazy year. I'm going to get back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a crazy year, and it's unlike any other. And I think that going through this exercise right now is really, really important for contractors because, you know, we up until now, we've all just been kind of playing it by ear in a lot of ways. Yeah, so, like, this is a thing we did every single year. Uh, we, we looked at the fourth quarter as, like you said, like, this is our closeout. we got to go hard. It's time to score that touchdown, hit that finish line. Uh, hopefully the folks that are out there uh, set up some goals uh, that they were trying to get accomplished for the year. They know where they stand uh, in a in position to reaching those goals. I know we had a lot of stuff happen, you know, pandemics and all that, but really and truthfully for most of the contractors that we've worked with, we haven't had too much of an issue uh, achieving where we needed to be after the third quarter. And we kind of reset everything. It's, it's, you know, zero, zero again. We're trying to get to that finish line and score that touchdown. And so what do we got to do in the fourth quarter to, to really nail things down? And uh, we can certainly talk about that today. We look at, we look at it as like a little bitty micro year. 
Um, this whole industry, uh, we tend to talk about sell it, build it, collect it quite a bit. And uh, I do believe in that concept. I think there's a lot more to it than that. But on the uh, operational side of things, it is what we do. And so if you break this fourth quarter down into those three components, you can look at October as the time to sell it. That's, that's really what everybody should be focused on. And uh, we usually will challenge our sales guys with this concept of what we call 30 and 30. We want to go out and get 30 new contracts in 30 days uh, for the month of October. We fill that pipeline up. So if people are slacking in their pipeline, they're not getting towards their goals, those type of things, it's going to be a, a, a infusion into their sales pipeline. And uh, it's a total focus on that. We're not focused really on too much else, uh, depending on where you're at in the country. Sometimes if you're way further north, you might be really trying to get some things built at this point. But uh, you should have that opportunity all the way into November. So this first month, October, sell it, sell it, sell it. Keep everybody focused on it. Figure out where they need to be to get to their goals. And uh, I would imagine that if people can sell 30 jobs in the month of October, uh, their chance of getting at least half, if not more of those built in November is pretty good. And then finally, over the wintertime, getting those things collected. And uh, it's kind of the old story of the ant and the grasshopper, right? If you wait too long, uh, you're going to starve through the wintertime. We don't want to do that. So we need to get some things sold early on in the quarter so we uh, we don't starve over the winter. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that's the thing that people are, are thinking about right now. And I've, you know, I see a lot of guys just kind of going through the motions right now, not realizing, cause I mean, you get caught up in the day to day. Let's be real. Like, you know, we're, we're all thinking we've got forever, but if you guys have, you know, I know we're in uh Northwest Arkansas right now and the weather here is just changing drastically. I mean, right now it's in the eighties, but we were in the fifties and sixties last week. So, I mean, things are definitely affected right now. I know you were just in Minnesota. They're, they've only got a few more weeks left. I mean, I've, I've been there before where we've seen snow on Halloween. <laughs> it was so, actually how we, we came up with this concept because that's where my company was located was Minneapolis. And uh, we said, okay, October, get it all sold. November, get it all built. December, January, get it all collected. And having that kind of push at the end of the year uh, usually did an excellent job of getting us through the winter. And we really kind of look at each quarter uh, of the of the year a little bit differently with this quarter being very focused on sales, build, collect on different months where the other months, other quarters we're looking at a bit differently. Yeah. And so this is kind of an interesting, interesting time for sure. And I, so break down the play right now, Jim, you're the coach. Tell us what we need to be doing, what we need to be focusing on and what are the things that we're, uh, you know, we're, 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 especially with this year with 2020 and the pandemic and everything else, what are we, we don't even know if it's going to be another shutdown again. Things are starting. There's COVID cases rising again. Well, one of the things that I think we're a little bit slacking on in our industry is understanding what a sales pipeline is and uh, who is in my pipeline. Who do I have opportunity with? Who can I follow up with? And uh, that's kind of the first thing to this whole strategy, this fourth quarter rush is to go back to everybody you've dealt with in the other three quarters and you're calling them for one or two reasons. One is I didn't get them and I want to get them or I did get them and I need referrals because I'm trying to fill that pipeline up. And so you're checking in with people to see if they actually got their roof done with somebody else, like they may have told you. You're checking in with people to, to remind them that time is running out 
on uh, maybe making a claim or winter is coming, you know, you start to create that emotion, those fear things that, hey, it's time to actually do something. We, we blew it off on the summer because we were on vacation. Uh, we put our kids back to school and all that good stuff. But uh, winter's coming now. And if we've got a roof that may be compromised, it's time to do something. So that's uh, kind of play number one. Fill that pipeline up. Call everybody you've ever dealt with and, uh, and fill up that pipeline. Yeah, so I totally agree with that. And I think that uh, the other side of it, too, is a lot of these jobs, you need to start determining what you're actually going to be able to do, I feel like, because there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to carry over to next year. And should you wait to make those calls or should you start to be looking at that now and trying to figure out where you're really going to land realistically? So uh, depending on where you're at in the country, uh, that varies. Like if you're here in Texas, like I am now, uh, you can pretty much build throughout. So it doesn't didn't really put as much pressure, although here in the wintertime, it tends to rain, tends to get uh, more weather issues. And so if you've got a compromised roof, you can still rely on that, hey, winter's coming type thing. Um, I think a lot of us don't really understand this follow-up aspect of things and how important it is because the most likely person for you to sell is a person that knows, likes, and trusts you. And the only people that know, like, and trust you are people you have already talked to. Us chasing new jobs and trying to get new leads and doing all that stuff, while, yes, it's valuable and important to continue to uh, add people to our pipeline, we have this whole pipeline sitting there of hundreds of people, maybe even thousands, depending on your activity level, that you've created some kind of relationship with, and they're actually the most likely person for you to sell. We would do this every single year, the first week of October, instead of everybody being out in the field, knocking on doors and doing all that stuff, we were on the phones calling every single person. And you'd be shocked how many went, oh yeah, nobody else called me back. I was just waiting on somebody to call me back. Yeah, I am ready to do my roof. Let's go ahead and do it. Like, oh my goodness, like that's just a freebie that was sitting there just waiting for somebody to pick up. And I don't think nearly enough contractors do that. And it'd shock them how many jobs they would get if they did. That's that's a great point, and uh, you're you're absolutely right. There's a lot of homeowners right now that they did put it off. I mean, you think that uh, I think it's pretty pretty common that they're going to, you know, put that on the back burner as long as they can, and and they're getting nervous now because now they're seeing the writing on the wall and they're seeing that the Christmas stuff is starting to come out, and they know what that means for them, especially for people in northern states. Well, you think about it, the the states and the cities where this storm stuff is kind of common, like Denver, Dallas, Chicago, Minneapolis, Nashville, anywhere around D.C. area, Florida. What do they all tell you in, in April and May and all that stuff? I want to wait until storm season's over. Let me wait till storm season's over. Did you write down every single person that said wait till storm season's over so you could call them back when storm season was over? I bet you didn't. But if you did, you'd be shocked how many of those people go, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, you're right. And that's uh, that's such a weird phenomenon because we're so focused on the business side of it, on our own stuff, that we don't, we're not thinking about what our customers and what their psychology uh, is, what they're going through right now with, when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, and, and when you start to get into November is when you really start to calculate, hey, how much time do I have left, especially the further north you are. And uh, so it's going to vary by company. They need to be looking at what their backlog is. And so let's say I've got a backlog of three weeks. It's taking me from, I get it turned in as an order. Three weeks later is when we're building these things. 
well, what's going to happen in three weeks from November 1st? Uh, you're going to be likely to probably get it built still. But at what point does it go, all right, snow on the ground, it's 30 degrees outside, this is no good, it's going to be very difficult. And that's when you've got to be planning now so that your salespeople are out there setting the right expectations with those homeowners because in a lot of cases it will go to spring. I remember one year we carried 1,200 jobs over to spring. It was super difficult, but we prepared them for that, that, hey, we just have a big storm going. It's going to take a little while. Yeah, 1,200 jobs. That's uh, that's crazy to think about pushing that all the way up over to spring, but that's that's typical. And then we got this, you know, all the guys that are working in Iowa right now, a lot of those jobs aren't going to get built this year. And so uh, that's a really interesting time. Jim, I wanted to talk about, you know, from a from a financial standpoint, what's some of the stuff that people need to be doing right now? Obviously, collections has got to be huge, but uh, what are some other things that uh, a lot of contractors need to be thinking about? So let's talk about that collections thing first, because it's kind of important. And we, we actually have a little rule of thumb. And we would really get focused on this about this time of year up to November 1st. We would start preaching this. If it ain't collected by Thanksgiving Day, is going to get spent on Black Friday. And so uh, our guys were always like Johnny on the spot, invoice it right away, get it off to the insurance company if you're doing that or to the homeowner if it's a cash job and get that thing paid right away. The longer money sits in somebody's bank account, the more it becomes theirs. So if it's just there for a day or so, it's still really a lot yours. But if it's there a week, it's a little bit more of theirs. In two weeks, boy, a lot of it's starting to become theirs. And now 30 days, that's my money. You should have gotten that a long time ago because <laughs> I spent my money on other stuff. So you gotta think about the psychology of that homeowner. And if we don't jump on that and uh, and Black Friday comes along and it's time to buy Christmas presents, who ranks higher, you or their family? And so we gotta take that into mind on collections. The other things to really kind of be thinking about at this time of year, especially if you're a Northern type of company, how are you gonna set their mind at ease if they're gonna go through this winter time. You know, you're not gonna get it built. So if you don't have something that keeps them in your world and not somebody else's world, your chances of losing them or having attrition over the winter time and them going to somebody else becomes higher because there's a lot of companies out there that will literally go door to door to door during the winter time and say, hey, I know you're working with so-and-so, but they didn't get it done. We can get it done first thing in spring. We'll do it for this much and it'll be cheaper. So you have to have something that locks them into you. And uh, we used to use a thing called a winter warranty. Get a leak, get whatever. We'd sign off on it. It'd be a big signature deal, a certificate, and the whole bit. We'd send it to them. And if they had any issues, they knew we were going to take care of it. And then we would call them once a month to say, hey, want we'll to let you know you're still under winter warranty. Everything's good. We'll see you in the spring. And uh, that kept the attrition down. That's, what, that's one of those big things that you want to avoid. Do you, uh, do you think that there are some really good Black Friday sales that contractors should be thinking about right now when, on the marketing side? Uh, absolutely. Uh, and <laughs> that, again, regionally, uh, that's going to play a big difference. But uh, can you do something where you, you can do it along the lines of, hey, we can throw in something, we can do an upgrade, you know, this kind of traditional type of thinking. But can you do something that's a little bit more gift type of thinking? Like, what kind of gifts do people give at Christmas time? Can you do something that is that oriented? In other words, uh, could you give away like a $200 Amazon gift card for Black Friday? 
so that they can use that on their family and those type of things. Uh, there's so many different ways to kind of spin that whole Black Friday thing. Cyber Monday is now a thing. There's something that happens on Tuesday too. I don't even know what that like. They come up with all kinds of stuff for reasons to sell things, and we can I learn. I think it's that. Uh, Small Business Saturday, isn't that Small Business Saturday? Is that what yeah. it is? Well, that's what they do after Black Friday, I think. Now, right? That's a that's a big one, which I think is a great opportunity, especially if you have a storefront like in a downtown area. I know we did that several years ago. Yeah, I avoid Black Friday like the plague. So anything that sounds like that, I just don't <laughs> do it because there's going to be a bunch of people there. But that's me. Uh, most people are, you know, hey, that's a chance to take advantage of you know, getting some really great opportunities and sales. And so maybe you can do an impact resistant for Black Friday if you sign with us today. Uh, those type of things. Yeah. Uh, are some cost, but make sure that you have that built into whatever it is that you're selling. No, I agree. So we're talked about marketing. We talked about, you know, finishing the year off strong. I think right now a lot of people can tell kind of where the year is going to go. Some people are trying to make up for some lost time, I'm sure. Other people are trying to, uh, you know, they might be coasting because they've had a really good year. Um, but at the end of the day, though, here's what's crazy about the fourth quarter. December 31st comes, and then guess what? January 1st is the start of Q1. <laughs> of 2021 a lot of people are pushing so hard they want to hit their goals for 2020 that they forget that 2021 is just the next day after fourth quarter what do you think about that like i mean this isn't a this isn't a game where the season's over and we get to take a three-month break we're gonna get right back into it again what uh what should contractors be doing to prepare for 2021 well first off i don't think they go all the way through the fourth quarter most of them I think it usually ends somewhere around 1st of December to maybe the 10th or 15th max. And then it's kind of like take a breath time. Uh, we, we tend to like breathe a little and that can be a little bit dangerous. Yes, we want to have Christmas and we want to enjoy New Year's and you should enjoy life and, and enjoy family and those things. But we have to be thinking about our business strategically. And normally what we tend to do is we tend to wait until we get all the way into the fourth quarter and maybe midway through the fourth or the first quarter to start thinking about what we're going to do for next year. And uh, you said it well, it is a game. It's a game of business to us. And so anytime you play a game, no matter what game it is, there could be very little strategy to it or there could be big strategy to it, but there's still strategy. Well, this is a big game. Uh, this is uh, the epitome of games in uh, the United States, is this game of business. And without thinking strategically about what you're going to do with your business, uh, you tend to shoot from the hip, get very kind of reactive instead of proactive. You rush things, uh, trying to get them out there. We have all kinds of ideas about what we're going to do to make our business better, whether that's installing a new training program, maybe we do some kind of leadership training, uh, there's a billion that we have these goals we want to hit and maybe we want to put water wells in Africa. I don't know. There's all kinds of things that we're after, but without any kind of strategic thinking about those type of things, um, our results tend to be kind of halfway. We don't ever really get what we want. Even those guys that have had amazing years, they, they've had amazing years, they had a good storm, whatever. Even them, I think they go, man, there's a lot of stuff I knew I should have done that I didn't get done. And that was because they didn't have a plan. There wasn't like a schedule, boom, 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 this is what I'm going to be doing this year. And uh, that's what we do every year at uh, our strategy conference. Yeah, I think the strategy conference is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, the way you guys have that organized, 
I don't know, you know, how many people are planning to be there this year, but I know it's going virtual. And but it's one of the, I think this conference lends itself to virtual all day long because of its, you know, the way that you guys have uh, set that up. But it was one of the coolest things to see, you know, all the leadership of these companies coming together and building strategies and, you know, really evaluating the way their year went and what weaknesses they had and what strengths they had and what things they need to do better, what things they, they, uh, they could definitely, you know, build upon. And it was, it was such a cool experience to just, just to be a part of that, you know, sit in the back watching you guys do this was, it was mind blowing. I, I, I was privileged to be there and it was so cool, Jim, what you guys are doing with this stuff. Yeah, we're thinking about actually charging vendors because they they go and they, they say the same thing. They're like, man, I got a lot out of that. We're going to do some of that with our business. I think Ricky and I came up with some great, great ideas. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. Um, but uh, for our contractors, you know, one of the things that when we did it live, we absolutely love to do live events. We love hanging out with you guys. We love, you know, really digging in. But it's very compact. You know, it's three or four days, day after day after day. And we've got some big things to accomplish, some big things to think about. And so by taking this virtual, we do accomplish two things. One is we don't run the risk of this pandemic thing screwing things up for us because it's it's an event we know can't be missed. Uh, it's an event that our contractors come to year after year after year. And uh, we wouldn't want to take a chance of having to cancel it. So that's one of the reasons we went virtual. The other is uh, we want to give some time. And so we're going to do it the first Tuesday, first three Tuesdays of December. And so all day on Tuesday, we're going to be meeting with the leaders on December 1st, and we're going to be putting out those challenges on the big aspects of their business to, to think and strategize about. And they're going to have the whole week to work on, get it tightened up, come back that following Tuesday, review that stuff, refine it a little bit tighter and get a little bit more medium sized on our thought processes. And then finally, that last uh, meeting is going to be about that uh, mission. That's what we call it, a mission for the year. And think about it as like climbing a mountain, right? You know, like we're going to climb this mountain. This is this peak we want to get to. It could be a number. It could be uh, something you're trying to achieve. It isn't always a number that's trying to be uh, accomplished. But there's this summit we're trying to get to. Well, where are all the waypoints along the way? And what do we have to do to get to each one of those what assets are we going to need? What assets do we already have? Uh, what do we need to build? Uh, how are we going to leverage the people that we already have to not take on a whole bunch of overhead to do these things? I have so much strategic thinking to this. And uh, we call it the strategy conference, but it's really strategy, tactics, and then tools is what we're, we're, we're meeting about. And we'll help develop each one of those. And it really is specific to the contractor. We're going to have these breakout rooms. We're going to be able to break out and talk about various parts of their business, whether it's leadership and culture, or maybe finance and accountability, marketing, sales, recruiting and hiring. Uh, you name it, we work with 12 disciplines uh, of your business, and we're going to have breakouts for every single one of them, as well as this mission that you're going to be on for uh, 2021. And the coolest part about it, the part I like most, is we have this big workbook. You know, it's deep. It's, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 pages that we're going to go through and walk you through. But when you get done, you literally have your playbook. Yeah, you your playbook for 2021. Exactly what we're going to do, when we're going to do it, who's going to do it, when it's going to get done by. And you have this thing that you can hold yourself accountable to where most of the time when we do our strategy meetings as a company, we have this, we have this whiteboard on the wall back here. We write down all kinds of stuff. 
hey, that's what we're going to do. Let's go do it. And that's the last we talk about it. Right. And then we have some other cool idea. We've erased the chalkboard and we never see it again. Uh, it needs to be a little bit better than that. We have a process and a plan that we do to do that with our clients. And uh, and I'll tell you what was cool. Last year's group that came, they had dealt with this pandemic thing, right? Right. Like nobody was planning on that. How do you strategize for a pandemic, right? Well, what was cool is they had the plan. All they had to do is be a little agile and adjust a little bit instead of coming up with some brand new plan. And it was fantastic to see every single one of our customers do at least what they've done the year before and some of them significantly more. Yeah. And I, and I know some of those guys that uh, personally that were there and I've heard just from their feedback throughout the year that that was one of the best things that they've ever done. And it's definitely made such a huge impact on their businesses over 2020 that, you know, I, and I, and I believe that a hundred percent because I, you know, watching that all play out, in real time and seeing uh, the light bulbs go off in the room was just so, it was just so cool to watch. And the camaraderie, the entire event was just, it was first class. Great job, Jim, and your, your entire how, team for that. how good that event was. Everybody that was there is already signed up for this year. They're, they'll be there. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So now it's just, let's add some new people to the equation, let them do a little bit more. We can handle more because we're going to do it virtual. And uh, you also don't have all that travel expense. We actually brought the price down just because of that. So uh, it should be something that everybody can afford and it'll make a massive impact on your business. No, I totally agree. And I think that that's super cool to think about, you know, think of your business more of, you know, strategically uh, placed than just, hey, we're going to go out and sell a whole bunch of stuff and hope this all works out. We all know how that story ends and it's never, uh, it's, it's, you know, some people are really lucky and they have a, a great couple of years that way. And then, you know, things start to unravel because it just doesn't really work that for the, for the long term. Yeah. We like to challenge it. We like to think bigger than, Hey, let's hit this number. Right. You know, we hear all the time, you know, I want to double my revenue next year or I want to 10 X something. And my question is always, why, why do you want to do that? strategically, is it the right thing to do? Do you really need to double your business? Could you could you half size your business again? Like, you know, <laughs> instead of doing double, just add half again and yeah. make even more money because you didn't take on all this overhead and all these other things that forced you to actually lose money on that. But you got to really think about this from a strategic standpoint before you actually go and execute. I totally agree. Jim, thank you so much for uh, for joining us today and talking about this stuff because this is going to give people the playbook that they need to get through this last quarter and hopefully hit all your goals if you haven't already and really come out strong. But not just that, but come out strong and start to plan for Q1 of next year of 2021 because it's right around the corner. I'll throw you know I'll throw out a little something for anybody that's listening. Right? Okay. You're trying to get your fourth quarter under control. Maybe things are chaotic. Maybe it's stressful. Maybe you're not quite to your goals, or maybe you are going bigger than your goals, and it's just getting more on you than you can handle. Anybody that calls from this uh, deal or goes to our website and says, get a coach on there, we'll do a free call with you and awesome. uh, just help you out. No charge or anything like that. You kind of see what a coaching uh, type situation is all about. And uh, if you want to actually set up your strategy for next year, all you got to do is go to contractorstrategyconference.com and uh, all the info is there for you. 
I appreciate that. I think uh, our audience will appreciate that for sure as well. So, Jim, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, I get I get to see you next week at RoofCon. So I'm excited about that, too. Let's bring it on at RoofCon, man. This is yeah, RoofCon's going to be great. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited, too. Make sure to uh, stop by the booth. We'll, we'll definitely hang out and chat. And, you know, we'll, I know we have some st- other stuff planned, too. So I'm excited to, to be with you guys. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'll, I'll be over there, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll come over to my booth as well. And <laughs> yes, uh, I really like what these guys are about. Uh, th- this integrity and legacy aspect of things is super cool to me. And I want to see more of that in our industry. So anytime I see that kind of stuff, I'm going to be a 100% supporter. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And we've got some cool stuff planned for it. And we're I'm excited. I've, I'm already starting to pack up and get ready to head out that way because it's going to be uh, – I'm I'm anxious right now. I'm anxious to get I, out there. So I'm not. I, I got a I got a special uh, I got a special weekend this weekend. Can I can I share it with you? Yeah, for sure. Um, this is my 28th anniversary of being oh, married man. to my beautiful bride Michelle, and uh, 14 is a big number in our world. Our kids are born on the 14th. Uh, her number in high school was 14. Our first date was on the 14th. So 14 is really big. We had a really kind of special 14th anniversary. So this year is the 28th, so it's the double up. And uh, so I'm going to take her to a really nice resort, and I got some, some very special things planned that have to do with the number 28. And uh, I'll let her share that with you guys after after we get done. I'm excited to hear. Is she going to be at RoofCon? She is going to come help me set up, but okay. uh, uh, she's going to skip the actual event itself. That's okay. We'll see her during setup. I'm sure Priscilla will be excited to see her. And congratulations on 28 years. That's awesome. That's a huge milestone. And, you know, we, we definitely are, are happy for you guys. We love you guys a lot. So congratulations. I always say she's the best thing that ever happened to me. If it wasn't for her, I'd probably be dead in a ditch somewhere. So she's, she's amazing. <laughs> no, aren't they all, man? I appreciate that so much. And, and uh, you guys are amazing. So thank, uh, thank you for joining us today, Jim. All right, I'm out of here. Headed to the golf. Have a good one, man. We'll see you. All right, see you later. All right. So, folks, that was Jim Johnson, the head coach from Contractor Coach Pro, helping us out as we get ready for Q4. Q4 is here, folks. Only 80, what, 84 days left in 2020. This is it. This is the final push. And then we're going to turn right back around and go into 2021. And uh, so don't, don't, uh, don't stress out. Just get a plan together take some advice from what jim said consider going to strategy 2021 give him a call take him up on that free call that that free call is huge take him up on that please because i think it's something that every contractor should do at least once get a conversation with jim and uh realize what they're all about because they can transform your business and what it's all about and give you guys more tools for you to succeed and succeed big Build a team, do all the things that are required to really have a successful business. Jim is all about that, and they do a phenomenal job. Thank you so much again to Atlas for uh, for for sponsoring this episode, as well as RoofScope, Hail Trace, Balance Claims, The Catalyst Group, Contractor Coach Pro, C3 Group. You guys are all amazing. We will see you guys next week at RoofCon. I hope you guys make it out, but we'll still have another episode between now and then. So. Join us on Tuesday. We're going to be talking about supplementing because I think supplementing is a huge part of your business right now. And we're going to discuss that, especially in Q4, the things that you guys need to be doing when it comes to your insurance restoration work. We've got uh, Troy Climber is going to be with us and Greg from SFY is going to be joining us. We're going to have two of the, the big dogs from the industry going to be joining us and talking about what 
things you guys need to be doing as you guys wrap up your year. Thank you so much for watching today. We'll see you guys on Tuesday for the American Contractor Show. I'm John Dye, and we'll see you soon. Thanks so much for watching today's show. Make sure to like and subscribe our pages so that you can stay up to date with every episode. And by the way, this show is all about you, the American Contractor. Be sure to comment, let us know what you want to hear about and what subjects you want us to touch on. We'll be sure to include them in a future episode. Thanks again, and I hope you have a great day.